Hi, everyone, and welcome to Ink Differently, the Sawgrass Podcast. I'm Megan, and joining me today is Crystal. And Crystal, thanks so much for joining me. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So we recently met when you came here to Sawgrass, but I'm upset because we didn't really get to spend too much time together. Oh, same here. I really wish we could have done a lot while we were there, but it was just kind of go, go, go. I loved it. I'm sure we'll get to do something in the future. Now, I'm sure a lot of people know who you are, but for those who don't, uh, I would like to say that you are an influencer. Would you agree? I 100% agree with that. So what would someone expect to see on your platform? With my platform, I teach. So from different types of craft, craft if you will, from the cricket um, to the, you know, Sawgrass, sublimation, all the way up to the embroidery. I just recently brought that in. So I just got a wide variety of different crafts that I just teach. And do you sell items or no? I'm all educational. I recently started an Etsy journey to kind of help um, teach a little bit of how would you start that. Could it work in 2020? So we're kind of doing like a little project on that right now. But um, other than that, I just solely teach it. So how exactly did you get started? Well, it actually was a very long journey. For one, I mean, I've loved crafts since I was a kid. I've actually been in the 80s, early 90s, there would be um, transfers that had like Starbright and, um, you know, Ninja Turtles and all that on there. And you could put them on your t-shirt. And it's really good to think back. I want to purchase some of those on um, Etsy and do a video on that. But um, I started from there. I've done crafts through my whole life. And I always wanted to be a teacher. I thought I was going to be a second grade teacher. I went to college for that. And then I taught a few years um, of preschool, and I thought, oh my, I don't know if I can handle the small ones. But it's actually, it's come about that this is, this is actually the way it was. And it was a few trial and errors. In 2012, I owned a website that was Scrap and Vintage, and it was a swap site. So people from the UK and all over would send in like whatever they made, and then I would swap it out. Um, and that was a ton of fun, and I did that for a while. And then I've made kids' clothes. I mean, the, the variety goes on and on. And one time, I just finally thought, I love my cricket. I've had it since the beginning. And I started trying to make videos, and it just, it went from there. Everybody loved me. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, still, I don't, still don't even know why people don't like me. I really don't. You know, because I don't think anybody likes their own voice. Oh, I totally understand that. Because when I make videos here at Sawgrass, I hate the sound of my own voice. So... So when you, so when did you start uh, to see your videos take off, and when did you uh, bring in sublimation? So it started with the cricket, and I was doing little crafts. I honestly can't even remember back to exactly what it was, but just small crafts, you know, whether making cards or um, making birthday banners and stuff like that. And then it started with, you know, Cricut started there, like Easy Press and stuff like that. My son was really getting into t-shirts and those videos started blowing up. I made some when that hurricane happened in um, Texas. I can't think of which, which hurricane it was. It was really, really bad. And the police officers that were working the prison up there, because it was just little things like that people don't think of. They have to see their day and night. I made a ton of t-shirts and I knock them out, knock them out. And I noticed when I do t-shirts, like those videos were really doing way better than anything else. And so um, I had seen somebody do a video on sublimation and I noticed there wasn't much out there, you know, yet on YouTube. And I really loved it and I thought, I want to teach this. 
I, I think it could be a ton of fun and I think I can bring these videos, you know? And the second I did, and I was nervous uh, because it's not very cheap, you know, to first get into it, but it really is for paper if you do the math, you know? But that initial thing, and I was nervous. I thought people were gonna be like, I don't know about this, but everybody loved it. And from there, it was just like, everybody just, I don't know, drew to me and it just kind of grew. But I've noticed in 2020, I've got competition now and everybody's kind of doing it. So, and so it's kind of cool to think that I was kind of a part of that in the beginning because there really wasn't very many people that did it. And I thought, I'm gonna do this thing. Because that's the biggest thing about my channel whenever I started this was, I tried to do videos that people weren't doing. Stuff I was looking for, I thought, I'm gonna do it. Or I would see stuff and I thought I could show it a little bit easier. And that's just kind of how it came about. I really like that you are trying to bring people unique videos. And I'm wondering, because of that, did you find yourself planning your videos a lot? Or do you tend to wing it? I do wing it more, which is hard for me because I'm somebody that is, um, I guess, living on the edge. Because I feel it's more natural compared to, if I planned it out, it doesn't come as natural as if I just kind of wing it which makes it a whole lot harder. I've got a lot of, you know, editing to do and all that. But um, currently, um, I don't know if you know, but I sent a, a picture to Vic this morning, but um, I'm currently building a new studio. Um, there's a whole story of that. I got arsenic poisoning from the last one, but um, I've had quite a bit of journey through this thing. But um, so luckily I've taken all my money from YouTube and I'm building a studio and I'm gonna be more productive, so I'm really hoping that when I get out there, I can turn it into a, because I have to separate myself from my, my, my personal life. So I'm hoping I can start, you know, an eight to five or nine to four or something like that to where I could go out and record, record, record. But yeah, I definitely have to, it just kinda, of, one of those things where something's fresh in my brain and I wanna do it and I do it, if that makes sense. Okay, that studio is a great idea. It's so cool. And I did see a picture and it's not not a small studio. It, that thing is a house. <laughs> so so I want to go back uh, to the fact that you are an influencer and a lot of people listening may be interested in going that avenue. So can you talk a little bit about uh, about that and how you make money doing it? You make, so the way that you to be an influencer, there's different avenues. So you have ads on YouTube, so you that's one way to make money. So the ads that pop up, um, you know, I always tell people, you know, I even used to get kind of frustrated, like, oh gosh, there's another ad, but that's what supports that, that influencer. So that's one way, and it's no money out of your pocket, so you have ads. And then another way is the links that are down in the description, when somebody uses those, you get a little kickback. And so that also helps. So I always try to tell people too, if you're already going to be shopping, whether it's, you know, Amazon or something, use the link below because it just really helps there. Um, and then you can have partnerships where somebody may sponsor a video for X amount of money and you still have free reign. You do whatever you want to, but they have access to it. So it kind of belongs to them and they can do whatever they want. Um, so there's different, you know, ways to do it. And then some people do sell stuff. Uh, they have like merch and stuff like that. but. Um, I've got a few family members that I make stuff for, but I do it for free, you know, um, I've got an aunt that I do all her logo stuff, and it's sublimation, we do all the t-shirts and all of that stuff, but, but yeah, there's other ways to make money through it. So do you also have a full-time job, or have you been able to, you know, replace your full-time job and make, you know, being an influencer your full-time job? 
or whatever and that was my thing I just always wanted some way to contribute and that's how this one just it finally did it for me because like I said I went back to I was used to make and sell little kids clothes as well but that's what it was for me so when it comes to followers you know, did it take a long time to gain them or did you kind of see a meteoric rise um I remember from well because honestly, my YouTube channel was started in 2012, but it set at 200 subscribers from 2012 until probably when I started this, let's say 2017 or so, um, that entire time, because it was just setting up. And then when I got into it, you would see it, it was like 200 and 300 and 500. It started to pick up, but I would say um, either within half a year to a year, it was picking up. It was like 20,000 to 50,000. Um, and so I've been about three years now, and this last January I hit a hundred thousand, and I've a hundred and fifty thousand last night. That is amazing! Congratulations. So, what did you think was the turning point for you? I think it was when I started doing the apparel, like I said. So, getting into sublimation, doing the t-shirts, whether it's for the HTV or whatever it is, that's where it was for me. Um, and so, I think it's just. When you're doing something, you can really feel natural at it. It's something that you're really feeling passionate. Other people can feel it too. And it just comes out, I guess that that's the, I don't know. That's what I said. I don't know how these people, but they just, they love me, I guess. Well, I can say that I see why they love you because you are amazing at what you do. So you have a huge following on YouTube. Would you say that's your main playing ground? That is my main playground. Um, I've tried, like, I've done, I have a Facebook page and group, and then I have Instagram. Instagram's like 1,700. Facebook, they're around like 900 or so. I've just not, I do Pinterest a few times because I use that for um, kind of my ads, if you will. But, um, and I've done all of this without paying for ads. That's one thing, too, to say. You know, you can do all this naturally because Pinterest is kind of like a free ad, you know, kind of over there. But uh, I cannot grow my Facebook or Instagram for nothing. So I always tell people that too. I'm like, you know, the algorithms are different. And I just love YouTube. This would be my recommendation to somebody. If you were going to start a YouTube today, make sure that you start your Facebook, your Instagram, all of your accounts at the same time. Even though it's kind of hard to juggle, there's things, there's apps out there where it can run them all and post. Um, because if you don't start them at the same time, it's going to be hard to grow. Because that was my mistake. I didn't try to grow, I didn't even do a Facebook or Instagram for probably a year and a half to two years, and I think that was the biggest mistake I made on that. That is all really great advice for people. Uh, so I'm curious to know, what's next for you? What's next? Well, I think when I have this studio, I think it's going to be a big game changer. Um, the things I've changed, which you guys will all see, but so it's going to be the studio. I've invested in a really nice camera and setup and stuff, so I think the quality is going to change, um, and I think you're going to see a whole lot more of me. I'm going to be able to be more productive and just a lot more clean work, but 
I think I want to dive into, there's a few other things I want to dive into, um, you know, be teaching and stuff like that. Um, but pretty much it'll stay the same, but you're going to see a lot more stuff and it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. So you're investing in creating a studio, which to me shows you take a lot of pride in video and photo quality. Can you talk about how important it is to have good camera equipment? Yes, it's very important. Um, and I've been working off of, I've worked off an iPhone for a long time, and then a lot of my videos are off of GoPro. But it is. Quality over quantity is everything. So even if you could only upload one video a month, but you're, you know, you have the equipment, it really is. Your pictures, you want them to be bright, um, and that's what's going to stand out compared to others, you know? Um, I'm like that too, it's terrible, but if you get onto a video and it's real dark and it's real, um, you know, you're going to exit out of that really quickly, and so that is very, very important. It's a big part of it. It's lighting, and there's so many. You can look at a ton of DIYs um, to do it on a budget, but that's a big, big deal. Yep. Yeah, our coworker Alex, he's a photographer, and he will go out uh, so he went out and he grabbed a two by two foot flooring sample from Lowe's and he will photograph some items on that for a more professional look and I'm excited. I'm hoping to get Alex on the show uh, very soon. I used a poster board for a long time. There was one that looked like wood and I used it for a long time. But no, I, I definitely want to talk to Alex myself. I, when I see your guys' photos up there for the Halloween, that was, he's really good at what he does. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Alex is uh, the one that makes us look good on video. Uh, so you'll, you'll hopefully get to work with him too because we have some things in the works together. For sure. We've got a lot of really cool things coming when it comes to Sawgrass. So I want people to know where they can find you uh, if they're not following you already. So would you mind giving out your handles? You can find me on YouTube just under Crystal Ann all together and then on Facebook and Instagram it is and DIY, I believe. But everything is just crystal in. And you'll see my face on there, and it's pretty easy to find. But mostly, once you find my YouTube, you can find all the platforms from there. Crystal Ann, thank you so much for joining us. So, everyone, be sure to follow Crystal Ann on social media. If you are someone you know would like to be featured on the podcast, please send an email to marketing at sawgrassinc.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.